Hello, hello, hello. This is episode 43 of Playing It Wrong. This episode is the year that was and the year that will be. With holidays coming up, I figured it'd be a good time to start and do that. You know, those end of the year reflection and, you know, crossing my fingers for next year, what I hope to get done and what I hope to do. So in a lot of ways, this is going to be a very much a ramble and rant cast about, well, lots of stuff. I really don't have any technical notes for this episode, so guess what? We're going to move right into call-ins, and we've got a couple, and we got one that's squeezed in just under the wire as I'm recording this. First up, we've got Shane Ward. Take it away, Shane. Woohoo! Congrats on episode 42. I'll have a gin and tonic. Then it doesn't matter what planet we're on, every planet that there is, there's always a gin and tonic, and they all taste the same, apparently. Um... I was going to just mention, I'm probably uh, uh, do another reply here, but um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, having the, the fun and the giggles and the movie references has to happen. The current group I've been playing with, it's very uh, systematic and, and, and very everybody, they're not in character, but it's, it's like jokes don't happen and and that needs to happen I, I like to make as much goofiness as possible because that if if i go away with a sore throat from talking and laughing uh that's the that's the best way to play D as far as i'm concerned anyway once you run your players through uh keep on the borderlands in search of the unknown i think that would be a fun one to do after the fact or even have both going at the same time <clears throat> That way they can kind of go between somewhat mega dungeony and whatever the monster mansion somebody quoted it as. I think Matt Finch. Uh, as far as retro clones go, um, Basic Fantasy is probably the easiest one and allows us to do a bit of extra tweaking. My personal opinion is I just want to p play Swords and Wizardry White Box at this point. That's kind of the way I'm going. The next campaign is. I already got them to create characters, and that's how we're going to go. Um, just for ease of use and giggles and roll dice, have fun. Um, yeah. And Blue Home is my, my, like, the one I love, but the one we don't play as much as we should. Thank you, Shane, for calling in. And, well, if you're used to Anchor, that's a, I know it's only a one-minute time frame that you can do, so I actually put both of Shane's message messages together into one... Um, Back-to-back. Back. Okay, sorry. That was a brain fart. Which means I probably need a gin and tonic, but actually I'm craving more a good single malt scotch right now. Uh, okay, that's on my Christmas list, folks. Single malt scotch. I know you can't mail it, and I don't expect anybody to, but I'm just telling you. Yes, keeping the humor alive, that's very important. And I'm not making a joke. It's being a jerk about it. Yes. Thank you, Shane. Um, and I'm still waking up, so you have to excuse me. But yes, as far as retro clones go, yeah, I'm really looking at, and I've already done a lot of work on uh, White Box, both Swords and Wizardry, and uh, the Fantastic Unusual Adventure game. I've got a whole sink of notes of uh, hacks, and uh, probably going to throw out a little PDF sometime of various little class 
tweaks that I decided to throw in there. And yes, I've got plenty for the player to use. I was looking at my shelf. I've got two copies of the Swords and Whiskey White Box rules and three copies of Fantastic Medieval Adventure Games plus copy of the Barrel Rider Games uh, White Box Omnibus. And that's not even counting all the PDFs I've got as well. So I'm really leaning towards that, but also, you know, I've got the other shiny things that keep coming up. I've got Basic Fantasy, Swords and Wizardry Core and Complete are just hanging there looking at me. And then coming up, bouncing right in my face, I've got the Advanced Labyrinth Lord. I should have that hard copy soonish. Been looking at that PDF. Perhaps Mazes and Perils, perhaps BX Essentials. But yeah, I'm really leaning towards the white box just because of the simplicity and turning the players loose. However, I might go break that Swords and Wizardry mold and go ahead and use the option of the five saving throws rather than just the one. Even though the one makes things really easy to play, <coughs> five saves and descending AC are just, they're so old school and I haven't done anything with those in literally decades. Up next, the Happy Whisk calls in. Hey, it's Ivy the Happy Whisk. So I'm on the treadmill, I'm listening to episode 42, and the scary intro comes on, and we have two dogs. And the big one, Wiggy, she picks up her head and she gets all scared because of your spooky intro, and I just wanted to share that with you. That's it. I'm on to listen to the rest of your podcast as I'll walk on the treadmill. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm scaring the puppies. Oh, not you. I've got my own two sitting here laying on the office floor looking at me, and I said puppies in the... One just kind of opened her eyes a bit and looked at me. Yeah, our uh, boxy corgi, corgi mix is the big wimp. She's 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 the one who gets all nervous about everything. Thunder, loud engines, garbage trucks, whatever. We even had to go to the vet and get her some puppy downers to use occasionally. However, our little Lassa mix, yeah, he thinks he's the biggest badass on the block. And he's also curled up laying there sleeping. He's also... Well, on a diet. But speaking of spooky music, um, yeah, this is, episode is all about uh, what happens. What happened this? Excuse me. What happened uh, in 2018, and what's going to go on in 2019? And one of the things for 2019 is I'm probably going to change up the intro music, either change it to something different, reduce it down, or maybe drop it altogether. I don't know. That's one of those technical things that I haven't decided on yet. But that's a good segue into what this episode is all about. And that's about, well, 2018, what went well, what went wrong, and what my plans are for 2019. Well, let's see. Let's talk about what went well. Well, you're listening to this podcast. That went well. I barely managed to keep the blog afloat by, yeah, I barely doing posts. Um, I haven't published anything, again, this year on uh, DriveThruRPG, which... I kind of hate, and I had goals to get stuff published this year, and it, it ain't going to happen. Um, I'm on the f nearly finished with the first editing pass for Scarenth for Sharp Swords and Sinister Spells, and hopefully I should get that out maybe next month, first part of next year sometime, no guarantees, it's a fun little PDF, and I've got tons of stuff. I t mentioned briefly when Shay talked about White Box. I've got little white box hacks that I might put out. I've got some other hacks and ideas. I know I talked about the Wild West uh, hack. That's probably going to use white box rules. Well, I've already started writing it, so it's going to be white box rules. Um, heavily mixed with some stuff from Continual Light. 
and I've got about five or six other things that uh, I want to get published and continue doing the podcast and see how that goes. Speaking of the podcast, the blog, and publishing stuff, um, there's a long blog, blog post that accompanies this, so go check the blog out. They might be gazebos.blog. That's the letter B, not B-E, because I forgot to proofread my own URL. Yes, I know I'm an idiot. But of also thinking next year, maybe, possibly starting a Patreon to uh, you know help cover the cost of hosting and rather than use the uh, anchor sponsorships and subscription of kind of just throwing it all in together in one thing for the uh, blog and the podcast. And that idea is just kind of coming together, and I'm not sure how far I'm going to go with it. So what else is up? Let's see. Um... Google Plus is a zombie. It's turned anywhere between a... It's a post-apocalyptic wasteland right now of zombies, which I'm seeing more and more basically spam bot posts and dumpster fires. That's about all I'm seeing on uh, Google Plus. And speaking of dumpster fires, I'm so frickin' tired of dumpster fires, and I'm sick of it. And that's why a lot of times I think about, ah, oh, screw it, I'm just getting out of here. I am not, I'm just going to shut down the blog, shut down everything, and just walk away from this crap. But no, I'm, I'm not ready to do that yet, and I don't want to do that yet. Because there's still a lot of good people out there, a lot of folks that uh, I haven't interacted enough with that I should, that I feel that I should, of possibly making new friends that, you know, should be my friends, might have been my friends all along, who knows. So I guess I'm going to be a little more active on social media and uh, interact with the folks I find, well, interesting, at least humorous or entertaining. So there's going to be a lot more stuff with me commenting on MeWe and some of the Facebook groups. Um, I'm on three Discord servers, and I'm lucky if I check, drop in once a month and don't say anything. So I'm, I'm probably going to spend some more time on Discord, reaching out to either fellow anchorites, other... Uh, OSR folks or folks I just, you know, find interesting and fun. Because that's, you know, it's about elf games, you know. Now, uh, for content on the on the, the podcast here, I, you know, I may start throwing in more stuff about food. I don't know, because I've seen a lot of folks in MeWe that are gamers that are posting a lot about food, so I may do that. Who knows? It may get me in trouble, it may not. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I'll get in trouble anyway because, well... I just will because I don't think right, and I play it wrong. So, um, yeah, this is kind of a rambling point. Which means it's a very good time to segue into that one little element that I've been steadily doing, and that is a reading from the Holy Tomes of the Little Brown Books. Okay, we are still on Volume 1. And last week, or I not well, it was last week on last episode, we talked about classes, and I didn't turn the page. So uh, we're going to finish up on classes and the determination of ability scores here in this episode. That gives us a while up to page 11. Yay! But um, I didn't turn the page and look at changing character classes. Changing classes for other than else is not recommended. The followers should be applied. Men to change classes 16 or better in the primary requisite of the class you want to change to. So... A funny event. So, you know, it kind of says that humans could multi-class in original D&D. But one exemption. You cannot be a 
Magic User Cleric. No, no, no. Even though I did that in third edition. As a matter of fact, there are some even some there are prestige classes that you could do that in. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, let's. That was that one little thing from last week that I forgot to read because I went on the thing about spell books. But this time, I am going to go on to the determination of ability scores. Um, Eric Tenkar did this in one of his earlier episodes and mentioned that yes, in original D&D, original little brown book. The DM rolls up your character for you. The player just chooses them. Um, yeah. Well, they roll the stats. The player picks the class, basically. But um, we're gonna go on to. Oh, sorry. I am just so freaking like out of it on this. You know, the um, the list of ability scores is pretty much, you know really hasn't changed that much and other than the buying between um, reducing one score and increasing another based on class which is carried over to lots of them the number of hirelings in loyalty base for charisma um, you know oh well the little thing about charisma in addition charisma score is usable to decide such things whether or not a witch capturing a player will turn him into a swine or keep him as an enchanted lover uh, hey, guess what the paladin needs to do? Oh, sorry, they're in supplement one. Um, and use charisma to attract monsters in your aid. <laughs> Who knows? But then we go on with the um, bonuses for prime requisite XP bonuses, hit points bonuses, um, and uh, dexterity for missile weapons, but not dexterity to armor class. Hmm. And then we talk about languages a bit, and the simple of, for every point over 10, you learn a language. Which is, for some people, a lot of languages. A magic user with eight freaking languages. For me, languages are always tough of finding that good mix between a thorough list and an overly detailed list of some monsters, I think, just should share the same language, you know. It's... Yeah, just just me the way I think about it, um, and then we go into non-player characters and loyalty, which goes back loyalty including monsters, which apparently you have a monster loyal to you, and relatives as connections to charisma. Um, I'm going to skip over the equipment chart because well, it's just a shopping list, and that is that. I know that's kind of a boring take because. That was kind of a boring chapter, and a lot, not a lot has really changed other than thinking about using charisma to gain monster followers. Now, when was the last time? I can remember, because uh, Shane talked about Keep on the Borderlands at the beginning, and I'm going to do that for the group with uh, whichever clone we decide on using. It'll probably be White Box. But I do remember the infamous, uh, shall we say, baby orc scene that has gotten so many people upset. Um, one group of players took all of the baby orcs and took to them to a monastery who later became monks. Yes, a bunch of orc monks. That's what they did. But, uh, excuse me. But that is something to think about of reaction roles and charisma of that, you know, old school D&D &D just may not always be about kick the door open and kill everything in the room. Even though that's kind of the safest thing to do. 
I know the last part of this has been a bit rambling, and, well, I've got more tamales to make for the holidays. Yes, I'm in Texas, and that's a Texas thing. Tamales on Christmas. And I know. <laughs> See, I'm talking about food in this episode, too. Anyway, um, I don't know if this is going to be the last episode I do this year. It may or may not be. I know there's going to be lots of changes to the blog, to the podcast next year. And hopefully there are going to be changes for the better. And um, we're going to see what happens next year. And, yeah, like I said, a lot's got to change. Some of that's got to be me changing, and I know that. And the way I do things, the way I interact, and sometimes I haven't been interacting, as I said before. So if I don't talk to you all again, have a happy Christmas or whatever holiday you wish to, wish to celebrate. And if you're not celebrating, celebrate anyway. It's good to take some time and just celebrate and, well, be excellent to each other. And a happy new year in case I don't see you that. See you till then, till after the new year. All right, thanks for listening. Here's the exit. Roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff, have fun, and have double fun because we got like two holidays in a row. So double, double the fun, double the pleasure, double mint gum. That has not been a paid advertisement, and really, I don't want to do advertisements. And thanks for listening. Please visit the blog at theymightbegazebos.blog. That's theymightbegazebos.blog. And the letter B, not B, spelled out. Or visit us on Facebook and just search for They Might Be Gazebos. Ask us questions and you might get an answer. If not, we'll just make up the questions and the answers. Remember, roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff, and have fun. Intro music is Metal Mania by Kevin McLeod, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution license. Please visit his website at incompetech.com. That's incompetech.com. Really, visit it. There's also downloadable graph paper and hex paper. Additional sound effects from freesound.org, used under a Creative Commons 0.1.0 universal license.